Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. Little bit of drink, little bit of smoke, little bit of dance around that dance floor, little bit of loud, little bit of fun, little bit of let's go tear shit. We are coming to you almost live from deep in the heart of Texas. This is the Drinking Texas podcast with me, Allie, and two guys whose glasses are never half empty. This is Chip and Mike. Hey, everybody. This is Chip and Mike with the Drinking Texas podcast. Yeah. Allie, that was such a good job. Yeah, thank Thanks. you for joining us. Oh, sure. Mike, yeah. how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. I, uh, you know, I'm only on my fourth beer, but... We'll get there. Well, the you know, the day is early. The day is early. And uh, if you're wondering, Stephanie, the goddess, is out doing goddess things. That's why Allie took her spot and did, did a very nice job. Uh, the it, mistress... We can edit it out later, though, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Hey, take no. it easy on me. We're good. <laughs> uh, mistress Vicky is here, as always, keeping us in line. And we have a very special guest today. He is the Director of Brewing and Quality at Budweiser, and his name is Greg Sullentrop. Hey guys, did I get that How right? You doing? Yeah, you got it right. Oh, look at that. Amazing. Gosh, that I can was, read. You screwed it up 10 times in warmups. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. 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 Hey, I'm but impressed. I, but I uh, figured out how to read in between then. Oh, good. And, uh, good. Well, you, you grew up here. in San Diego? Where'd you grow up? No, he did. Oh, I grew up in Texas. In oh, you grew up in Texas? Yeah. Oh, that's. He got bigger there. He's never actually grown up. <laughs> well, yeah, mentally, <laughs> just physically. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. You're this, welcome. This is a great pleasure to have you on here. Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, Usually we start with a question of the day from Mike. No. But since this is Drinking Texas, we should probably start by drinking. Yeah. Um, normally, uh, this is the point of the show where I'll come out and say what's on the table. But since our, uh, since our guest actually brought things for us to drink, we'll go ahead and let you, uh, Greg, go ahead and tell us what, what we have. Excellent. Uh, so we've got five beers here. Of course, uh, I am starting with the king of beers, Budweiser. Mm. The true king of beers, right? Oh, oh yeah. I've heard love Budweiser, right? Yeah. It's it's so much so, you you just put it right there on the label. <laughs> it's the last true classic American lager left, right? There you go. All right. We have some Budweiser Select here also today. Uh, Mrs. Solentrop's favorite beer, by the way. Oh, okay. Mrs. Solentrop, shout out to Mrs. Solentrop over there. See, I was, I was going to tease it how it's never going to be the king. It's just always going to be it's like Prince be Charles. No. Uh, but you if, can't but buy if, that in Texas. But if it, yeah. Well, we know. Yeah, That's, know. We have to get it from St. Louis. Which is what I, I was going to well, Everybody else does, right? I didn't realize I it was know. a favorite, though. Well, you guys brought a beer because I cannot get Ziegenbach, which is on the table in St. Louis. Yes, we did. Can I? Uh-huh. Yeah. Why do you like Ziegenbach? Because it's it tastes fantastic. Oh, okay, that's obvious. Yeah, and it's got a yeah. goat. Oh, it used to have a goat. Actually, on. I, there I, used I, to be a goat on there, right? Yeah, it used on to the be. label. Oh, yeah. I changed the label. Yeah. Did you yeah. do that yourself? No. <laughs> no. He drew up the artwork. No, you Anybody ever, looking you, at Ziegenbach in Texas? Uh, Greg did the artwork on this. <laughs> um, this may you should always stay true. in your lane, and my <laughs> lane is not artwork. <laughs> um, not not by a long shot. I brought you guys some special beers. I got the Elysian Split Shot Coffee Stout. I think you'll like it. And a truly special Hogarden Cherry Blossom, which was made for the Cherry Blossom Festival, did not happen in Washington, D.C. this year. Uh, I am I'm really looking forward to trying both of those. Hogarden is absolutely fantastic. In Legion, everything they do is the, the, the original Hogarden, the wheat beer, is yes. amazing. Oh, yeah. It? I love it. It is. Yeah, I do too. It's one of my faves. I've had some Elysian IPAs. Uh, the Space Dust and I don't know what the other one was. Bloody Knuckles? No. What was the other oh, one? Oh, no. It was uh, Super Fuzz. That's it. Yeah. Super Fuzz. <laughs> Every, everything they Bloody do Knuckles, cool. though. You can have Bloody that. Bloody Knuckles is cool. You can keep what? that. What? Who made that? Uh, uh, no. I, I, got it. I, I just no, wanted you want, I can to. I keep the name? Yeah. You can keep I the can name. use it. Trademark it? Yeah. 
use yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. All right. Well, um, so uh, now that now that we've we've got a selection to choose from, I'm going to go, uh, go ahead and put that question out there. Uh, so for our guest and and for our uh, participating members, uh, three things about you. But I need uh, two truths and one lie. You're going to tell us two two things that are true, two th- uh, one thing that's, that's not true, and we got to try and figure out. Uh, what the bad one is? Oh, you guys got a guess, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a guess. Y'all got a guess. Right. And uh, before we even start in and guess, we should probably uh, freshen up our drinks. Thank you. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Steve Peters with Hello Texas, and I'm drinking Texas. Hey, everybody, we're back with the Drinking Texas podcast. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, Mike, you had a question of the day. But before we get there, let's see what everybody's drinking. Greg, it's your our special guest. Drinking the King. I'm King drinking of my Budweiser since uh, in, in, 1976. There you go. He hasn't been drinking that Budweiser that long. Not, that, that would be <laughs> a long time. That would be a long time. And you, you forgot one that's on the table. Or did I forget that's on the table? Oh, Ellie. I did forget the Bush Latte that Ellie yeah. was drinking. <laughs> yes, I did forget that. It was covered by a koozie in my defense. <laughs> no, it, it, I forgot it. about it yeah. until I was about yeah, to ask her what she's drinking. Right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Allie, what are you drinking? I am drinking Bush Light. All right. It has a taste. <laughs> <laughs> it's ice cold. It's delicious. It's a classic <laughs> South County beer. Whoa. First off, not South County. It's the National Beer of Fenton. Hey, it's delicious. It Missouri. goes down nice and smooth, just like water. Uh, well, I mean, mm-hmm. Mike, what you got? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm sticking with the Texas roots. I'm having the Ziggenbach. Tell you what, that's the first beer I had when I moved back to Texas, back to Texas the second time. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Our real estate agent uh, picked us up and showed us a house and then took us over to Friday's, which was a mm, bar Fridays. at the time. Yeah. And uh, j- didn't even let us, just ordered. Like, what is that? Ziggenbach. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, it, it is a fantastic beer. Uh, I, since you spoke so highly of it, and it's been a yeah. couple of days since I've had one, I'm drinking the King of Beers now. I like as it. Well, yeah, like it is. It. It's it's classic. How is it? It's fantastic. It's he, the King. He worked his he worked his way up earlier today. He was having the Bud Lights. So uh, you know, just to just to build yeah. that tolerance for later tonight. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew we were going to be here. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, good. So it, Bud Light is my go to when when I'm day drinking. And I know I've got to do stuff <laughs> the rest of the day. Ah, uh, yeah. It's it's delicious. It's low enough alcohol content that I can function the rest of the day. And, you know, it's... I could switch to McAlter, drop a few pounds. Whoa. (laughs) Wow. Wow. No. Uh, He he does that. Hey, I am the perfect weight for somebody six inches taller than me. (laughs) So, there you go, Mike. All right. So... Get get me out of this. We've we've had time to think about it. So, uh, let's do the question. Uh, Two truth, one lie. Just tell us all three and uh, the the rest of the table will will guess which one is the lie. Who wants to start? Allie. Allie looks like she wants to. Allie. I'll go first. All All right. right. Because she specifically said we will not figure these these out. Well, I'm not sure. We'll have to try. So, number one, I was a gymnast for 10 years. Two, I had a pet hermit crab. And three, I broke my left wrist. All lies. All three lies. I mean, it's a close call. Okay. No, think about this. I, I know that you were a gymnast, but I don't know for how long. Mm-hmm. But is she getting trivial over years, though? I, mean, I, I, I don't, don't know. know she you was know, a gymnast. I don't lying, know. Lying is an art. I don't want to touch the crabs thing. Well, we'll find out when we get to you. I guess. <laughs> hey. I what? I, I, I'm just saying, what I don't is, want to touch the crabs thing. 
Um, what's the third one? What did she say? What was the last one? Oh, that she broke her I'm left still thinking wrist? about the crabs. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to go with the crab thing. Okay. Hold on. Let everybody else guess. It's too obvious. Um, I, 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 see, I want, I'm also wondering if this is a trick, if these are tricks. I was gymnast for like eight years and not years, 10, and you years. broke your right wrist instead of your left. I think. When she probably started guess, gym, gymnastics when she was four or five. I mean, she's 16 she right now. Yeah. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm going to go with the crab. So I got two for the hermit crab. Thank you for specifying. I don't know. I think that's just way too random and that she probably actually had one somehow. I'm going to say that she broke her right wrist and not her left wrist. All right. Ding, ding, ding. Greg's the winner. Oh! <laughs> Golly, very good. Oh, the hermit crab. It's I had just... two hermit crabs, actually, and I did break my right wrist, wrist playing soccer in the street. Ah. And I started okay. gymnastics when I was two, not two. four. Oh, look at that. Well, she tumbled down the stairs and they called it gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> just convinced her that it was okay and they kept going from there. There you go. Oh, Greg, yeah. Greg, would you like to go? Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. All right. All right. Three statements. Uh-huh. Ready? Yes, sir. All right. I am the youngest of eight children. Mm-hmm. I am a fifth generation brewmaster. Mm-hmm. I picked my college major, chemical engineering, to get my brewmaster job. I'm going not the youngest of eight children. Figured he was the seventh son of a seventh son. Uh-oh. Um, I want to have to. I feel like I want to go with the chemi- chemical engineer one. Final answers. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I am not a fifth generation brewmaster. Oh, that would be my boss, P. Kramer, is a fifth generation. Brewmaster. Oh, we, no. you and I are horrible at this game. I'm no. in the second generation in my family. Okay, the third generation already started. So I got two nephews and a niece that nice. work for the company. That is awesome. Cool. So we're on generation three, but I am the youngest of eight. And I asked my dad what major I needed. Because I had to go to Missouri S&T because I had to be an engineer because all my brothers were engineers and I had no choice and I had no money (laughs) and they wanted me to play football. So, okay. So I went and did that and uh, he said, you should pick chemical engineering. Okay. I'm a terrible, terrible engineer. (laughs) (laughs) But you're really good with chemicals. Well, I hope so. So he got his, he got his start. He was first a high school science teacher and then he started making meth in a trailer. (laughs) Yeah. I, I saw watched that the somewhere. last episode last night. <laughs> did you really? Randomly, I did. Yes. <laughs> Believe it or I've, not, I've only seen one or two episodes. I've I've heard it's fantastic. We need to we need to uh, we actually need to watch that, especially during this pandemic while we're stuck yeah. at home. You got time? Yeah, yeah. Of, of course. Um, yeah. Who you? Who's I don't know. I you go ahead. It. All right. Well, um, you're gonna know you're gonna know one of these. Okay. Uh, that doesn't I, uh, get it right. Yeah, I know. I know. He's he's not the I'm smartest. Perfect. So. My great-grandfather ran with Bonnie and Clyde. Um, I used to go grocery shopping with Tony Dorsett, and I've been to a tribal royal, uh, not Ethiopian, Nigerian wedding where it brought two tribes together. I'm going to let you guys guess. Let's say somehow you randomly did run into Tony Dorsett, but you weren't shopping together, but you're both wearing face masks and maybe you saw him. So I'll say that's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, what was the first one? Uh, that my great grandfather ran with Bonnie and Clyde. I don't know. These are all very random statements. Oh, I know. I'll say the tribal wedding. Okay. Is a lie. I thought about the shopping one was out there. I'm going with shopping. Okay. 
Uh, with me, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the tribal wedding. All right, it's actually Allie. You are really good. Uh, I used to grocery shop with Herschel Walker. Oh, yeah. You know. I, I lived in I lived up in Irving, and uh, still a running back. Yeah, <laughs> we're close. I know it was close. I, I was I was uh, that was the full part. I, I actually did my my dad um, worked at 3M. One of his employees was the daughter of the. A medicine man, king, whatever of one of the tribes, and she got married to the son of the king of the other tiger, tribe. Tiger king, and they, <laughs> that brought that brought the two uh, tribes peace together. So it's it was uh, really weird, and that happened in Texas. Um, really weird, really fun. It just a, I ate some cola nuts, so I'm now part of that family. What did you and Herschel shop for? Oh, uh, it was grocery shop. Spandex? Yes. Oh, yeah. We did push-ups, sit-ups, and then... Yeah, uh, that's all he does. Yeah. He and then uh, put on spandex and yeah. ran around the ran around the grocery store. Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Do you uh, have any so, stories about that? Uh, no. Um, okay. My grandmother, and this is one of the deals where... Um, you should always talk to your grandparents before they pass away, especially if you haven't sat down with them and, and found out backstories on them. Uh, my grandmother told me about that um, my great-grandfather ran with Bonnie and Clyde. My great-grandmother died early on in my grandfather's childhood, handed him off to her sister. The sister raised him under a false name, um, and my grandmother, and they were because they were always worried that that Bonnie and Clyde and my great-grandfather were going to come and steal him. Uh, my grandmother didn't even know my grandfather's real name until the day they got married. Oh. Yeah, he, he was called uh, Poops, uh, not Poops, Toots. <laughs> Toots, Poops? Poops, Poops would be funny too, but Toots, <coughs> Toots uh, Varner, and uh, that's, that's the name he was raised under. But when he got married, my grandmother found out it was uh, Charlie Ray. So C.O. Ray. Okay. Yeah, and she, did, she looked at him and said, who the hell is this guy? Pretty crazy. Yeah. So he said, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's me. Come on home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she still went through with it, which is fine, Yeah, too. which, yeah. I mean, she had nothing better to do. <laughs> oh, crap, me. Huh? Yeah, that's oh, you. Oh, yeah, you're up. All right. Yeah. Okay. So first one, uh, try and follow. All right. So in high school, I was in a play, and the top four the four biggest roles, four lead roles, the uh, the kids who played those four roles, uh, one ended up on Broadway, one became Miss California, one ended up doing commercials and bit parts in movies, and the other one became a uh, television news guy. I was one of those guys. Uh, number two, um, after high school and college, uh, I, I sang in a garage band, a little rock band, and we actually uh, made an EP, five-song EP, and it sold really well in San Diego. And uh, number three... If you say, I like Chip, I know which is the one. He's looking at <laughs> Number three, I got my, my very first job uh, on a dare. Ooh. Yeah, that I kind of believe. Mm. A dare. That I would totally believe. Mm. Oh. oh, gosh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So no, I, he I does know that sometimes I know well so I know one of them is absolutely true. Uh, I won't more. I won't say I won't <laughs> say which one that I know that I know is true. Okay. Uh one of them I know you were in a garage band but I don't know if you had an EP and I know some of the people in your high school cuz I I pay attention to stuff. <laughs> some of the people in your high school went on to do uh really famous stuff. What do you mean some of them? I, I mean not you. Okay. But um what do y'all think? I think I have to go with the first option of the four people with the lead roles. Thing. I got to go with that too. Cuz so, I think he might have been just on the verge of being a huge rock star and <laughs> made that Oh, happen. I know he I know he could 
Huh? Well, I mean, I know that he can actually sing. No, I know. Well, can he? Yeah. Well, he, well, he did sing to. at my parents' wedding. Yeah. So. I but I wasn't there, you, but I've heard him sing, sing before. Well, I used to could. Yeah. Not yeah. so much anymore. Used to could? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Sure you can. <laughs> uh, I had an anesthesiologist tear up my throat a few years ago. Yeah. His uh, name was Steve. So his name was Steve. True or lie. Yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't even in surgery. True story. <laughs> yeah. True no, story. His, his vocal cords are messed up. Yeah. I'm going with, I'm going with the, the, band no you were in a band but i'm going with the ep god i think that's wrong no you gotta pick one dude i know he's gonna pick all three i know he's gonna pick all three no i'm going with the first one uh the the four people so we all pick the same one is that what you is that what you we all picked the same one like seven minutes ago that i picked (laughs) yeah i I did all right well that that one uh the the four the four main characters in, in my high school play that that one was actually true I, <laughs> I knew like Cause I, two cause of we, them were. we did birdie and so they have two two adult and two juvenile leads you know, boy girl boy girl so i was the adult lead i actually uh became a a, a tv news man back when i had hair and uh i was in laredo Why texas channel 27 i wasn't around back then i knew i knew that part you can look that up yeah i knew that i knew that part. i mean his brother was no yeah 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 hard hitting well i no, i was the features guy features this is now this is in laredo texas this is in laredo texas they had three stations at the time back in 1943 we were the only one that we were the only one with the remote so i was the live guy we're gonna go live to mike down at city hall for whatever's going on the rattlesnake laredo like yeah rattlesnake roundup i covered the rattlesnake Round up. So anyway, and then yeah, okay. the, the 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 female lead across uh, across from me, Alicia, uh, is still on Broadway. Uh, she's wow. never been a big star, but she's been working for thirty years now. Awesome. Um, uh, the the male juvenile lead was my best man at my wedding. Uh, he uh, he became a lawyer, got tired of it, and started doing commercials like like real cheap tv commercials and that led to he's been in three or four movies now just you no know, bit parts but he's i mm-hmm. on uh, imdb and uh the other girl uh the the, the female juvenile lead uh after high school she went on became miss california so uh, she could sing wow Go her Mm, yeah. yeah no the wrong one was uh yeah the, our band okay. never put anything out well wow you were you were close to being right chip we, we never, yeah, we never so put I, knew, I knew you he had a band. torn you were torn <laughs> yeah i was knew he had a band i didn't know if they put a cd out mm-hmm. and i knew that some of the people in that play uh went on to be famous but i didn't know if it was four of them <clears throat> and i got my first job on a dare yeah i knew that what was your first job it's a dare sports writer Oh, I think I might have known that. The newspaper. Yeah. It, we well, knew that. He gave it away. So we <laughs> get away now. That. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, right. he told the he told the sports writer that he could do better, and they they said, "Well, if you think you can, do it." Oh yeah, I called up to complain. He said, "You think you can do better?" I go, "Than this? Yes." I'm 17. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Nahill, my first editor. It led to 25 years in journalism. Man, I'm going to get even with him somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Uh, we're going to go to a break real quick. I just stole that from you again. Yeah. It's all right. God, You'll let me have it one time? No. One time? No. no. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> uh, we're going to go freshen up our drinks. We will be right back. Stick with us. Hey, everybody. This is Chip and Mike with Drinking Texas coming at you with our beer of the week. And this week, our beer is a whiskey. It's Cooper Family Barrel Reserved Rye, as a matter of fact. Now, this is a high rye, high proof very smooth whiskey. Yeah, Troy Michelle Cooper uh, started the distillery in 2015 out in Dripping Springs and have since moved to Ledbetter, which is just south of Giddings on the way to Brenham on 290. You should stop by and see them. Oh, it's a charming little place. Uh, they do a great job with all their whiskeys. They started with the Cooper family rye. 
which uh, I had never seen until I tried and now is one of my favorites. Uh, they do a real good job with their bourbon, the Sweetheart of the Rodeo. That's 100 proof and it's fantastic. And then I got into trying this one here, 84% um, rye, which like I said is a high rye, makes it a little spicy, makes it a little hot, and at 116 proof uh, provides a bit of a kick. Yet it's really smooth, easy to drink. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I would say it's actually excellent. Hey, we're back with the Drinking Texas podcast. Thanks for sticking around. We're here with Greg Solentrop, the Director of Brewing and Quality for Budweiser. You remembered it again. No, I wrote it down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's no way I would have remembered that. You remembered yeah. the Greg part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I will yeah. not forget Greg. Right. Yeah, I even recognized you when you walked in. That's because I had this cool hat on. <laughs> well, yeah. In the Budweiser. Yeah. Uh, quarter yeah. or quarter quarter zip. Quarter zip. Quarter zip. Quarter zip. Three See? quarter zip would be oh, down to his belly button. Almost, button. almost yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> can't do that. Not quite too much. Just enough. Just enough. It's just enough. Yeah. Great. So, how do you become director of brewing and quality at, for North America? Yeah, Budweiser. Uh, you have to be very fortunate for one. Uh, for for me, uh, my dad my dad worked for the company. He was a chemist. He worked in the uh, central labs. Uh, running analysis on beer his whole life. Uh, true Budweiser guy, 100%, six-pack-a-day guy, um, you know, loyal Budweiser drinker. Um, there was only 10 or 12 brands back then, so, you know, <laughs> right? So, 50s, 60s. Um, for me, uh, being the youngest of eight and being the youngest of uh, six boys, five of whom are engineers, um, none of which ended up at Anheuser-Busch, by the way, and... Uh, I always knew I wanted to brew beer. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I always knew it had to be Anheuser-Busch. Um, it's, it's the best. It was always the best. In our house, it was numero uno, mm -hmm. and that's how I was taught. That's how I was raised. Uh, you know, I was fairly good at math, fairly good at chemistry, picked chemical engineering um, because that's what I wanted to do. Um, it's very fortunate to have opportunities in my career. So we, we uh, I moved a lot. Uh, coincidentally my wife moved a lot too believe it or not she's sitting right over there my wife moved a lot yeah you know um you know back when we, when i was growing up in the company if you wanted to move up you had to move and so we moved up and down the east coast multiple times got got a lot of opportunities and and really uh what paid off for me more than anything was just the fact that i love what i was doing and that i was very passionate about making good beer um, it took a long time to to hit my goal. My my dream was to be the St. Louis Brewmaster. That was it. It was the number one job, number one goal. That's, my my that's a hell of life. a dream. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, you know it looked pretty far fetched for a while, but ultimately I ended up being a brewmaster in Merrimack, New Hampshire, one of our smaller breweries to start out. And then uh, that was right when I was turning forty. So eighteen years with the company. So it took eighteen years to get from experimental brewer in the research brewery. To, to the first part of my dream to be a, a brewmaster. Um, shortly after that, I came back to St. Louis and was a St. Louis brewmaster. And at that point, you know, whatever else comes on top of that is just gravy. Oh, yeah. Just, so that was my number one goal. I had hit it. I was 41 and life was pretty good. And uh, change of control happened. And we got bought out mm -hmm. at the end of 2008 and we moved. And uh, I uh, switched to become general manager of the Williamsburg Brewery then, um, which which forced me to get involved in packaging, which is 
not very fun. Yeah. By the way, you know, <laughs> you know, um, bring brings an art packaging's a, it's a chore, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. So, uh, but shortly after that, we came back to St. Louis again. Uh, good friends, Mark and Melinda actually came over and, and uh, put our beds together that night. We moved back just to make sure we could have a place to sleep. So I've been in the zone role for 10 years. And uh, in 2016, I really got back to my roots and uh, took over brewing and quality, which has uh, been a very rewarding job. Um, it, and by the time I took that job, I was 28 years with the company. So mm-hmm. I felt like I'd paid my dues. <laughs> well, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, and it's, it's been fun. It's been a great ride. And it didn't involve since. a move. So that was It bonus. didn't involve a move. Right. And uh, we haven't moved in 10 years. We're not going to move. Babe, we're not moving. Don't worry. <laughs> we, had, we had that conversation earlier. Um, and so now, you know, the, the interesting part about the quality piece of it is my, my quality role does not involve just beer. It involves cans, lids, crowns, crown liners, malt, rice. So we, we operate uh, close to 50 facilities. Mm-hmm. And the quality manager at each of those facilities ultimately reports up through me. So my quality role expands outside of just beer. My brewing job is very simple. Sensory beer, how are we doing? Yeah. And so that is awesome. So that's the best part of the job. It sounds like an amazing job. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't it, want to drink beer for a living as a job. Taste beer. Taste beer. Taste, 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 taste beer. I have to breathalyze after those panels. You know that, right? Do you really? I think you told us yeah. that when we toured. To, yeah. Now, to, to be able to drive home or just to, yep. so you don't get too drunk on can't, site? Can't leave. Yeah, no, they, yeah. Can't leave. Oh, five. Not, not so, legal limit either. It has to be, uh, uh, it's uh, like trucker. So I'm just saying right now that I probably would never leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> I, I blew yeah. 0.06 again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Can I just, have to get more yeah, beer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's not recommended. Well, yeah. Well, I'm sure a, I'm sure you wouldn't last too long doing that, but that would yeah. be fun. On a, on a tasting day, how much do you actually end up drinking? You know, it's about... It's about two beers total. So if you drink one ounce of 20 to 22, 23 samples, um, you have to start with a palate cleanser, right? You have to have a, a beer to, to warm up the palate. So it's about two to two and a half beers total over over 60, 70 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, so you said that you essentially do, you all do uh, blind tastings from different breweries from different around breweries. the country? Yep. Okay. Did one today. Fantastic. Yeah. Everything turned out all right? Everything was good. Where did they, where'd good. they come from today? Uh, all 18 breweries plus our, uh, so we have 12 U.S. breweries. We have six breweries in Canada, and we have our research brewery here in St. Louis that submitted a sample today. So it's 19 Bud Lights, mm-hmm. blind tasting on an iPad, and uh, six of us in the room. You have to drink them off the iPad? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's tricky. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> but it's, it's all right. You see like this every week? Yeah. Always. Pretty much every day. This is okay. always day. chip. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's uh, so six of us socially distanced. We uh, usually have 12 people tasting because uh, more the merrier because uh, it's not an exact science. Mm-hmm. My palate's different than yours because right. you'll just keep drinking apparently. No matter oh, he will. No, no I can. I will. <laughs> I will eventually stop. So, he doesn't you know, we could put all the same beers and that could give you the flavor profile, but that doesn't mean we're going to rate it the same because right. we have different, different taste buds. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so you have to have. As many people as possible, but right now we're limited to six in the room. That's all we can fit. Gotcha. Do If you ever drink for work, not drink at work, uh, drink for work. Just for drinking Texas. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. 
No, I'm not. No, we're not. I was just, don't ask me. Okay. I'd lose yeah. my license for that one. Yeah. yeah. I you actually, don't, I don't even know what you do, and we're not even going to say. I actually had to drink for work once with DPS, you yeah. know, because they train the, uh, they train the troopers, uh, for, um, you know, roadside, you know, DUIs, things like that. Yeah. And so they'll get some employees and, uh, and, and liquor them up and, and run them through, uh, uh, just a, uh, the, I don't even remember. Yeah, you'll run through the gauntlet. sobriety test uh, gauntlet because all the troopers are like lined up. So you go through this checkpoint and then you walk 10 feet and you go through that checkpoint. You walk 10 feet, you go through that checkpoint. And uh, it is it is because of, of this that I know uh, that that ninth shot of crown means I should yeah. not drive. Should not drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many jobs have you had? Just, uh, uh, where were we? 10, 12, 20? A lot. A lot. Well, three I, I, just in his lies. I no, was, yeah. uh, okay. Well, anybody yeah, who knows me knows I only lie 13% <laughs> of the time. 87% of what I say is true. Huh, you take it to bad. the bank. But it's 50% of the time. All 50% of the, time. of the time, 80%, 7% is true? Yeah. Okay. Pretty All much. of the time. Yeah. No, what have I, I've mostly, mostly media and, and, uh, and DPS. Okay. I've, I've had a couple of odd jobs here and there when I didn't feel like doing anything else. But, you had uh, the band. The well, band. it wasn't a job. That was just fun. Well, it's, they didn't cut the demo, right? <laughs> no, we did not. not the did not cut the demo. He did That's have the long hair, though. <laughs> Like, Mainly in his ears. That wasn't mine. I'd love to see that. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't too. imagine you with a full head of hair. Not gonna lie. Oh, I've seen it. It's not pretty. You either. Oh, so I mine is pretty. <laughs> mine is gorgeous. I've no. seen you with a full head of hair though. It's been a long time. It's been a while, but I've pretty much known Mike my whole life, mm-hmm. and pretty much he's really never had a full head of hair. Mm-mm. So I don't really know what he would look like with a full head of hair. No, no. you got to go. Yeah, you got to go back to high school. I mean, I can cut some of mine off and give it to you, and then we could really test the limits here. Wow, it looks it mine. It looked a lot like like your brother, like Blake's, uh, like now when he's not caring and he's not taking care of it. That's what it looked like. This is what you have to look forward to. That not out driving me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, so you you mentioned Bud Light. How many different beers do you you drink? I mean, how many how many different beers can you? you know, uh, uh, recognize yeah. on on site on well, taste. We, we uh oh, that's that's, that, that's a great tough. question. It's mm-hmm. always tough. Yeah, you know, routinely we grade our brewmasters on three brands. We grade them on Bud, Bud Light, and Ultra. That's mm-hmm. that's yeah. about seventy percent of our volume. So that's what they get their grades on. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get into line tasting and lining them up side by side, those three should be able to knock out Bush, Bush Light, Natural Light. Um, you get out, outside the core brands that I've grown up with, it gets a little harder, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, without a uh, seeing what's out there. Um, the biggest challenge for me is, uh, you know, you line up four beers of ours, light beers, 95 to 100 calories. They're all pretty clean. They're all pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're all made with different raw materials to make them different. But, but it's hard just on, on aroma. You're not going to pick it, right? right? So I think it's a little trickier, but... I would like to think I could pick out our core brands, um, you know? <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> I would think so. Uh, do you, do you uh, so do you test out, you just test out the, the core three or do you test out the, uh, so the core three every other week? Um, so like uh, this week was Bud Light and Ultra and next mm-hmm. week would be Bud. Okay. I'll go back to Bud Light and Ultra, then I'll go back to Bud. The, every other brand we make, we test quarterly. Okay. So like in our in our current state where we're I'm working from home right now, have been for seven weeks. Um, I'll bring beer home. So last weekend I brought home twelve samples of bush to evaluate and uh 
And, and a lot of those taste panels, we don't necessarily give the brewmasters grades. It's more of a pass-fail. Right. Okay. Right. So it's it's okay. You know, how are we doing? Are, 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 we, are we okay? Are we in profile? If we're in profile, you get a passing grade. Yeah. Not part of their quote-unquote report card uh, that they get evaluated on. You test out the the microbrews as well? And, and, when we can. And... Uh, I know it's not beer, but the the new seltzer. Yeah, I'm not a very good seltzer taster. I'll admit that readily. I'm I mean, not the it, target market. Target market is Alley. Alley. As I yeah. have a bush light in my hand. Yeah, but you're still a target market. Yeah. I mean, female. They it, taste good, but young. to me, I think they have a really bitter aftertaste. So it's kind of you either have to consistently drink them quickly while they're cold, or just drink beer. There you go. Beer's better. Yeah, but. I have, and then uh, I did a seltzer panel right right before we got you know uh, locked down at home. Right, and, uh, there was over fourteen different samples. Oh. so that's just the AB portfolio, and it's growing. Yeah, um, they're selling like crazy. Bud Light Seltzer does great. Natty Seltzer does great with uh, Ellie and her friends. Yeah, and not Ellie, obviously. Obviously, she, no, she doesn't me. have friends, but Latte. we know what you mean. Hey, yeah. um, <laughs> easy killer. But we have other seltzers coming out. We have a new seltzer called Social Club. We have a Social Club Old Fashioned. That, hey, might be right up your alley. Not against that. So we have three different flavors of Social Club. We have these Maha organic seltzers from our partners with Golden Road. Uh, we'll be coming out with the McUltra organic seltzer soon. So it's it's booming. Sales are up. So in general, I am not the target market. Right. In in general, and I know we got to gotta run our commercial, but uh, in general... Uh, with this with this pandemic, um, our sales I, I would assume sales are up just in general overall. Not in general, uh, sales. Well, I mean, uh, everywhere yeah. else in the world, in general, it's a weird market. Um, in your hometown, they're up. Okay, no, oh, yes, they are. Yeah, the the problem is on premise makes up probably forty percent of our portfolio, mm-hmm. and uh, we have not filled a keg of beer since March fifteenth. Ooh, okay, and uh, you know, buckets of beer, you know, um. People drink more when they're out and driving responsibly home, you yes. know? So um, while our on-premise sales, off-premise sales have gone up, the grocery stores are, I mean, canned beer is flying off the shelf. Yeah. Right. Um, has not made up for everything, mm. but certainly we're not hurting. Um, sales are down, but they're, to be honest, I thought they'd be down a lot more. Yeah. Um, but we're doing okay. Okay. Cool. We had a question from the peanut gallery. Gallery. <laughs> okay. There you go. Um, do you want to take us to commercial? Right? I can. <laughs> um, okay. While well, all of us go get our drinks, go get yours, and we'll come right back. Hey, this is Vicky with the Drinking Texas podcast. You want to hear more of us? Look for us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and Google Podcast. Stay excellent. Hey, everybody. We're back. Thank you for sticking around, listening to the Drinking Texas podcast. We're here with Greg Sullentrop, and I still had to read it. Three for three. <laughs> Golly, I am—I would say I'm good, but I'm reading it. He's the Director of Brewing and Quality for North America at Budweiser. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Glad yeah. to be here. Yeah. All right. So uh, I've been uh, spending my uh, quarantine uh, just brushing up on history, and I just finished a wonderful piece on uh, um, prohibition. And, and one of the one of the things that, that Jumped out at me from there was that uh, when uh, when the, the president um, uh, signed uh, ended prohibition, signed that into law, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Beer's Eve, which we've talked about before, and National Beer Day at midnight, National Beer Day, um, 
the Clydesdales showed up at the White House and uh, delivered they did. delivered a case of Budweiser yeah. to uh, President Roosevelt. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah and so is. that's you know, people may not have heard that before. It's it's uh, it's it's a great visual. Oh, and uh, you know, President had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, I was just throwing that out there, but uh, I guess my question is, you know, from that time, uh, at least from post-prohibition to today, uh, has has Budweiser changed, or is it the same recipe, the same beer, the same taste? Are are we drinking what the people in 1933 were tasting? You're drinking essentially the same thing. Really? You gotta gotta look at it this way. Um, There's been a lot of American lagers through the years. Mm -hmm. There's only one that's left, right? Coors Banquet's not around. Miller High Life, the champagne of beers, mm-hmm. self-proclaimed, not around. <laughs> you can find it, but how much? How much do they sell? I, I'm not saying that they sell any of it. You gave me a quizzical <laughs> look. But well, you're, you're, you're saying you're saying it's a lot. You're saying it's not around. It's not around. It's less than a million barrels. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah. So, so Bud, Budweiser at, at eight million barrels is is by far the number one American lager. All right. So, so that is because we haven't change the recipe and uh, strict discipline. If you look through the years, um, if you just go through through change of control in 2008, our company was run by a member of the Bush family. And uh, in my career, that member of the Bush family was August 3rd. And he tasted beer every day. And he demanded that you never change materials and what you did. And if you did, you had to tell him. And so... It was pretty strict uh, discipline throughout our company. And so that's how I was brought up in the company. You understood the policies and procedures. You understood the materials you had to use. You understood the taste profile. And you didn't deviate, right? And if you did, August would call you up because he was tasting beer every day. So that, that's how we ran our company. And that's how I strive to run the panel today. You know, August is still tasting beer, believe it or not. <laughs> really? He still is. <laughs> He's in his 80s. Oh, God love him, man. Uh, wow. A year ago, I went out to his house to serve him some beer. So yeah. he's still tasting beer. He's still very active. And uh, um, he's not involved in the decision making. And, and a lot of that falls on my shoulders. And we're not changing a damn thing. Good. Um, because it, it is the only core American lager that's left. It's truly the only one. And, and lager beers are not easy to make, right? And uh, mm-hmm. they require perfection. When mm-hmm. you look at it, it has to be perfect. It has to taste perfect every time. So um, we don't change the recipe. And uh, pretty proud of the fact that we haven't and pretty proud of the fact that, um, yeah, our, our, our sales down in the U.S., yes. I mean, we're, our market is changing. Our market's evolving. Budweiser is still the number one beer globally. And we make it in over 60 breweries around the globe. Oh, wow. So, so it's a pretty good beer. My opinion, it's number one beer, and uh, we're never going to change our recipe. See, now that's good. That's good, but that that leads me to my next question. About a year ago, uh, we were out here uh, drinking, drinking with you, and you told us something that, that kind of chilled the blood in both our bodies. Uh, uh, the next big thing. Um, what? Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to say it's 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 it, beer is doomed, but. Uh, what are the trends? Where do you see uh, what's going on in the drinking community? Why are you making clear liquids? <laughs> you don't like clear flavored liquids? <laughs> I, I thought this was a drinking show and you liked everything. Oh, well, we try everything. Yeah. We try, yeah everything. we try everything. We don't like everything. Yeah. I mean, like we were, t- like you were talking about before. Yeah. Uh, everybody has different tastes. Uh, Mistress Vicky likes sours. So does, uh, so does the goddess. Um, Mike, Mike likes one or two sours. Um, I'm a, I'm a lager pilsner blonde. Those are my favorites on yep. the lighter side, but 
and, and whenever I go into a new brewery, those are what I'd try because as you said, they have to be perfect to be, to be done right. Yeah. And if they're not, I won't even try any, any of the rest of their beers because they clearly don't know how to make beer. Yep. So, you know, everybody has a different taste profile. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a seltzer type of person. Neither am I personally, but seltzers, seltzers are growing and you can't, you can't deny it. The sales are up through the roof uh, for for everybody. I mean, it's not just us. Um, and quite frankly, we're trying to catch up with the rest of the seltzer market uh, behind uh, White Claw, behind Truly's, um, gaining ground, but we have a long way to go. Um, we make a lot of flavored beverages, and it's not just seltzers. It's Bud Light lemonades coming out this spring mm-hmm. you know, to pair up with Bud Light Orange and Bud mm-hmm. Light Lime. Um, something you'll probably love, Natty Daddy Lemonades coming out this summer. Eight <laughs> percent really? lemonade beer. Oh wow. wow. Ellie might like that. Uh-huh. Mm, about, I've had like Natty Daddies before and they still weren't as good as my just natties. Um, <laughs> Natter Days, on the other hand, strawberry lemonade beer was delicious. Yeah. Probably yeah. one of my favorites. Definitely a sit on the dock in the middle of summer drinking beer. So when you look at uh, when you look at our trends, um Low carb beers are definitely up. Ultra can, continues to kill it. Mm-hmm. The new light beer is not low calorie. The new light beer is low carb and low calorie. Um, the difference between a Mick Ultra and a Bud Light is about 15 calories. Um, and about light probably has double the carbs. So um, the light beer market's shifting to a low carb market, um, which is why Ultra, in my opinion, has done so well. Um, Ultra is also shifting to organic. You know, we have an organic brand off the Ultra flavor, uh, which is doing well. See you holding up the Budweiser Select. You cannot yeah. get that in Texas. I know we can't. Nope. But that that it, is if, that is low cal low carb. It. it is. If we only That's knew a, a damn guy. good beer too. It is. I mean, you might yeah. know a guy. Yeah. Um, so what's next? I don't know. You know, everyone's got the next new IPA, right? Um, we have some great IPAs. Yep. I'm not a huge IPA guy. I like one or two. I really do love Goose IPA, and I really like Next Coast IPA from Goose Island. Those are my two of my favorites. Goose Island does a great um, job. I can't drink a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't drink. And then I switch to Mick Ultra. What about Shock Tap? Is there ever going to be a new flavor that comes out? Uh, I don't know if there'll be another new flavor for Shock Top. Shock Top is one of my favorite beers on draft. I mean, you got to have it on draft, Mark. Right? <laughs> with with an <laughs> orange twist. Um, I'm a big wheat fan, um, but no one's really making new wheat beers. Right. right. I, uh, um, when me and my wife go out to, to try some new beers, she likes porters and stouts. I look for a wheat mm-hmm. as my number one go-to uh, for trying new beers is wheat beer. So, but the trend is flavored beverages, um, which for dinosaurs like us is yeah. a little yeah. rough, man. Yeah, it really is. Um, I, I've got a question since you're the yeah. highest ranking Budweiser official that we know and that's here um do you get to uh ride the clydesdales never ridden the clydesdales really what? Do, you, do you get to pet see them? the clyde see them pet them, touch yeah, them? Yeah, the, the, if you have not gone to the clydesdale hamlet on the tour mm-hmm. which unfortunately is not open right now right. but um the clydesdale hamlet was built in 1885 is gorgeous it is the most gorgeous part of the st louis brewery by far um, it's a must do on the, uh, tour list, uh, for been, sure. And, uh, they always have, they always have Clydesdales there. It's been a while and, since uh, I've, but I have not I've been, been on there. the hitch. I have not been on the hitch. There chandeliers in there. Oh yeah. In the glass in, is beautiful. Yeah. In, in, if, in, the, if, in the, in the, in the stalls, right? In the stalls. The, yeah. the horses have chandeliers out there. Yeah. Oh wow. You, you want to come back as a Clydesdale. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Or a Dalmatian. 
No, well, I I personally would like to come back as a Clydesdale. Okay. Hail. Clydesdale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, are you afraid but, of a little female competition? No, no. I've seen the Clydesdales. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, uh, at SeaWorld down in, in Texas, in, uh, San Antonio, they had a, a Clydesdale, um, Hamlet. portion. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely fantastic. And if you haven't seen those amazing. horses up, up close, they are gigantic yeah, and they are amazing. They're, yeah, they're, if, you, if you're having a bad day at the brewery, you just go walk oh. up towards Clydesdales. It's all good. Yeah. I don't right. think I've ever seen the Clydesdales being in St. Louis 23 years. Have you not? Really? When we went with you, we didn't yeah. see them. And that was the only time I've ever actually walked through the brewery. Well, they're all there right now. Well, you can't <laughs> they're, go they're there, there right now, yeah, though. They're absolutely yeah. gorgeous. And they're, oh, yeah. my God. They're they're uh, majestic creatures, really. They're huge. Beautiful. Yeah. I just have never yeah. been to see them. Yeah. Need to. Yeah. Let's do. Let's do. I'm good. At this point, I think I know everything. Wow. Yeah, I started the day that way, though. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, when yeah. does that happen? Uh, Allie, do you, do you have any anything else? I don't think I have anything to add. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Th- this has been a, a true pleasure. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. Oh, we oh, shall. Yeah. We definitely shall. All right. Allie? Cheers. Cheers, Cheers, everyone. Cheers. And drink up, bitches. Oh, I'm a little done with it, a little down Little bit of bad attitude, been hanging around You're a little tired, little crazy Little bit of take it out on me, baby Well, I know you, and you know me And I know what we need A little bit of drink, little bit of smoke Little bit of dance around that dance floor Little bit of loud, little bit of fun Little bit of let's go tear shit up just when you think we're heading for the door We drink a little more We drink a little more Oh, I'm a little done with it, a little down Little bit of bad attitudes been hanging around You're a little hard work, a little overtime Little bit of climb, that ladder climb Well, I know you, you know me And I know what we need A little bit of drink, little bit of smoke Little bit of dance around that dance floor Little bit of loud, little bit of fun Little bit of let's go tear shit up Just when you think we're heading for the door We drink a little more Drink a little more Well, it may not make it to the weekend It's only Wednesday And I've got the feeling And I need a drink, yeah, I need a smoke Within me around that dance floor Yeah, you need a drink, yeah, you need a smoke Spin me around that dance floor A little bit of drink, little bit of smoke Little bit of dance around that dance floor Just when you think we're headed for the door We drink a little more, drink, drink